This is New Creation, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Joe Sabalik of New Creation Church in Paris, California. Every week, Pastor Joe brings you life-changing truth from God's Word. Here's Pastor Joe Sabalik. All things are yes and amen. Every promise in the Word of God. 5,467 promises that are in the Word of God belong to you, met by the performance of Christ Himself. They all belong to you. They are all yes and amen. But it doesn't stop there. Listen what the next verse says. Now it is God who makes us both stand firm in Christ, anointed us, sealed us with the ownership of his Holy Spirit in our hearts as a deposit, a guarantee of what is to come. You have today possessed in your mortal body the same spirit that rose Christ from the dead. You are too equipped to be whipped. You're too anointed to be disappointed. And you are too blessed to be stressed today. Amen. Come on, let's give God some praise today. I want you to get so excited for Jesus that the world can't help but watch you burn seeing how on fire you are for his love and his mercy. This isn't some church as usual. This is God raising up a a mighty, powerful work that he is doing in this world today. It starts with us. It starts with you. It starts with me. God's reigning in us, and he's bringing things to pass that we never thought possible in our natural. I'm going to tell you today, the world, the devil, they are liars, but God is truth, and his truth overrules anything that might come against you as a child of God. His truth that by his stripes you are healed comes to you as the gift of Christ as he was sacrificed on that cross. The healing is yours. The blessing is yours. The prosperity is yours. And all you have to do is believe and receive it. It's an action word. Faith is an action word. Did you know, church, that there are 31,000 verses in the Bible and all of them are about you. When God... put this planet into existence when he spoke it by his word and it came to pass. He had you in his mind and in his heart before you were born, before you were conceived. God says, I thought of you. I knew you. You don't come from your parents. You come through your parents. You are a child of destiny and it's all for you to receive it and believe it and act upon it and live in it. God wants you to be living in this amazing grace. Amen? It's something that he did for you. In the one trillion cells in your body, they are your DNA. They are your signature. And nobody on the planet is like you. You are anointed to be you. He anointed us. Say, I'm anointed. Come on, church. you got to start saying what God says about you and not what others say you and not what the devil says about you, not what your co-workers say about you, not what the people you go to school with. You are anointed of God. You are blessed. You are receptive to all of the things that God has for you. He's given you all things that pertain to life and godliness. And when you start believing what you are and start speaking it over your life, things start happening. You draw heaven in with your voice. You draw heaven in when you begin to praise God, when you begin to bless God. You are walking in the anointing. Your life is more than you, th- you think. You know, we get dreams and we get visions of things that we would love to have and experience. God put them there because they're going to happen. It's going to come to pass. He wouldn't put it there if it wasn't true. Now, every day you are faced with new problems. Every one of us are faced with new problems. 
And I want you to know, each one of them are opportunities for wealth and success and blessing because problems cause you to use your brain to bring a solution. We need to tap into what we are as a child of God. Everything that you come against in your life gives you an opportunity to use this thing between your ears and to use it for the glory of God. There are people today blaming God on things the devil's doing to them because you're not walking in the truth of who you are. You have authority today, church, as a child of God. There's a promise for every problem, as I always share with you. Everything you face in life, there's a promise to God to stand firm upon it and to walk in maintaining who you are in your identity. We do not crumble or fold under problems or stress or situations. Bad reports are nothing but bad reports. Jesus is the good report. He overrules it. Amen. Now, we all know John 3.16, and we can mostly, I think all of you could probably quote it if I asked you, right? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe in him, oh, 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 whosoever would believe in him, whosoever would believe, not obey, but believe, not to do anything but believe in him, will not perish but have everlasting life. Believers today who are perishing because they're not believing, you must believe what God said, amen, and acknowledge him in it and walk in that because you are called to be a believing believer. Whosoever believes in him will not perish. You're not going to perish when you walk in your believing state. There's no perishing. There's no room for perishing. There's no room for lack. There's no room for things that would hinder you because you are walking in belief because you know the next verse says, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn you. Stop walking under condemnation and foolishness as a child of God. Recognize who you are right now. You're anointed. He anointed you. He's given you ownership of his spirit in you, on you. You own the kingdom of God. Amen. What kind of love did God give us? He doesn't keep any record of our wrongs. I want you to know that God is not mad at planet Earth. Did you know that? Some people would want you to think that God's all ticked off and can't wait to pour his judgment upon the world. That's not the God of the word. For God so loved the world. This is a dispensation of grace and it's whosoever will. I don't care what you said yesterday, 10 years ago, 50 years ago, tomorrow, you're covered by the blood of the lamb. You've been covered as a child of God. Amen. We walk in the noun of God, the presence of God. We are fully loved. We are a part of his world, his creation, that he is established on this planet, that he gave everything up for. Do you know that Jesus gave everything up for you? Do you know that God gave everything up for you so you could have it all? You're not lost in space. You are a child. You are a son. You are a daughter. You are a prince. You are a princess. And when you start recognizing who you are, you start walking in authority. Angels aren't running this planet. You are. You are the salt of the earth, Jesus said. Do you realize when you're in your car driving down the road, when you're at the mall, 
When you're at the market, you are the anointed of God with a royal robe of royalty walking. That's why we walk in power and in faith and that no weapon that's formed against us will prosper. What he did was not done in a corner. He wasn't some guru out in some field with a little lamb around his neck. He was the holy son of God. He was born of a virgin. He's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. He is God. He is one. Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Jesus said, I and the Father are one. Jesus made claims that no other has ever made. Buddha did not make those claims. Muhammad did not make those claims. Hare Krishna did not make those claims. Only Jesus Christ of Nazareth said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, and nobody gets to the Father but by me. It's by his sacrifice. There's a lot of good philosophical things in the world today, but it's not Jesus. There's a lot of positive thinking. There's a lot of seminars you can go to that can boost your self-esteem, but without the blood of Jesus, they amount to absolutely zip nothing. Jesus is the one who changed world history and separated time. He lived a sinless life. He raised the dead, made the lame to walk and the blind to see. I'm speaking this to somebody because you've been having doubts. I want to tell you who Jesus is today. He's the Lord God of heaven. He's omnipotent. He came in the flesh, God in the flesh. He says in the word, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. The word was made manifest. The scripture says, and the word, Jesus, became flesh. <laughs> That's it. And he went around doing good and healing all those who are oppressed of the devil. If you have oppression, if you have depression, if you have anxiety, Jesus is good for you right now. He's the only answer. It's not narcotics. It's not a good feel-good message. It is the power of the gospel that transforms us by the blood. The Holy Spirit comes in our life and makes us a new creation. You are new by what Jesus did on the cross for you, and we should be jumping and shouting by what God said in his word today. Amen. The Word of God, the Bible to which you hold, written in three different continents of the world. God has been over his word. He's called us to believe. That means to embrace, to trust, to surrender to what he says is yes in your life. I want us to understand something because, because God loves me, because he has placed his spirit in me, that's what makes Philippians 4.13 work, that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. All of you are facing obstacles in your life. He's given you a brain to figure out those obstacles with success because your brain, your soul is not without the spirit of Christ who dwells in you. You are different than what you are when you came to Christ. You're no longer the same, amen? I'm a new creation in Christ. I'm not just a soul and a body. I have the spirit of almighty God who now lives in me. Christ in me, the hope of glory. That's such a powerful, powerful verse. You can do all things. God's grace will never provide you with reasons to just sit around and do nothing. God's grace doesn't do that. God's grace leads you into amazing substance in your life. I now have this relationship with God who said he will never, no, never leave me or forsake me. He put me here because he is a God of destiny. Now, church, we have a gospel of good news. And I can't say this enough. You've been blessed today. And we walk today in love and power and of a sound mind. Because you have strength. That takes me to Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Because I have this strength, enormous strength, enormous love, enormous strength. Because, 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 the wonderful things he does. And he's not just some wizard standing behind a curtain. 
I only know this because I've experienced all the time his grace and his love, his mercy, his promise, his goodness. But Matthew 6, 6.33 says, Seek first the kingdom of God, his righteousness, and all things will be added unto you. Your escape is that you're a child of the Most High God and you've risen above it. Amen. I don't need anything to stimulate me to tell me to relax. The Bible says where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is peace and liberty. Not where the Spirit of the Lord was, where the Spirit of the Lord is. He's with you all the time, 24-7. Amen. Come on, church. He'll make you more wiser than Bud. I want you to know today that your God is good. Amen. I seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. In other words, my first thoughts are, I'm a child of God. I'm a part of the kingdom of God. And seeking his righteousness, the word seek there means to rest and worship and be blessed in my position of who I am, the righteousness of God, his righteousness, not my righteousness. Christians are depressed today because they're seeking their own righteousness. It's not there. But the righteousness of God is there. That's why you seek his righteousness, not your own. In your brain, you think in your soul before it's converted that if I could just do certain things right, good karma or God, whatever you want to put on that shelf will somehow bring something to pass in my life. It doesn't work that way. That's nonsense. I'm going to tell you what works. Jesus Christ and him crucified and risen from the dead for my unrighteousness. Now I am righteous as a child of God. And therefore I rest in the righteousness of God. That's why Jesus said in Matthew 7, don't take any thought or worry, or Matthew 6, about your life, what you should put on. For this is what people stress about in the world. But you just seek first the kingdom of God. Worship me and be blessed in my magnificent kingdom that I have prepared for you. It's so good what God has for you. It's your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom, his Holy Spirit. It's his good pleasure to do this for you. It's his good pleasure to make you successful and great on this planet because he knows you're going to use it for his glory and he's going to be glorified in your life how he created you. Paul the Apostle said in Philippians 3, 9, to be found in his righteousness. Christ knew the hope of glory. You now can do greater things even what Jesus did because he's with the Father and you're in union with him. And now as he is, so are you in this world right now, seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. When you begin to realize where your seat is, it's in the front row. You have front access. You have behind the scenes. I have an access to the King of glory, to the Lord of Lord. I have access 24-7. The devil will whisper to you, you need to bow before Christ. The Holy Spirit whispers back, you need to stand boldly in my presence and come boldly to the throne of grace no matter what's going on in your life. You have boldness, access as a child of God. God wants us to seek first his kingdom because that's the glorious place where we exist as a child of God. The Bible says great peace he has given us. God wants you to have his peace. Lord, I receive your peace. When you're feeling frustrated, your verbal Words that come out of your mouth. Thank you, God, that I am at peace with you. Thank you that you're the God of peace. Thank you that you said your peace you give unto me that the world does not have. I receive your peace right now. I receive you. I worship you right now. I bless your name, Father. You begin to speak in tongues. You begin to bless your God. You begin to worship your God because you have a relationship with the Lord God of 
heaven and earth. You are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Begin to exalt Jesus in your heart because as he's lifted up, everything else is lifted up in your life. That's what Jesus was speaking of, having that relationship with him, the kingdom of God. Jesus said, the kingdom of God is in you. You don't have to go looking for it. It's not over here, over there. We gotta run to this, run to that. No, the kingdom of God is within you today. Amen, he dwells in you. I went for years never hearing this. I went for years being told how much of a sinner I am, how much of a mess up I am, and how you gotta be careful because every second God's just waiting to take his Holy Spirit from you. That is from the devil himself. That is not from the Lord Jesus Christ. He said in Hebrews 13, 5, I will never, no, never, no, never leave you or forsake you. He says, I've got you in the palm of my hand. Though you fall, you will never be utterly cast down for the Lord God upholds you in his hand, the right hand of his righteousness. God wants you to understand this. That's why in Matthew chapter 6, verse 34, Jesus said, don't be anxious, don't be worried, don't be stressed out over tomorrow. I'm gonna take care of it. 2,000 years ago, he did a better remedy for your anxiety. The Bible says that the non-peace that afflicts you, he put upon himself and he took his peace and places it upon you now. Placed. Peace. You need peace right now? Receive it. Peace. Just receive it right now. In Jesus' name. You need it right now to say, I receive it in Jesus' name. Peace. Now be at peace right now. Amen. People say, you know, you kind of goof off sometimes during the service and tell crazy jokes. You know, I want you to know something because I'm listening to what the Word of God says. Well, you're supposed to joke around as a child of God? 100%. God has called you to laugh. Did you know that? Listen to what the Word says. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 22. The Bible says, a merry heart does a good medicine because a broken spirit dries up. I'm excited to get excited about Jesus. I love having fun as a child of God. Amen? The Bible says God wants me to prosper. He wants you to, even as your soul is prospered. He wants to bless you. Church, God is so good. He's bigger than anything you remotely might be facing. There's nothing that he can't cover for you. There's nothing he can't do for you. There's nothing, but you need to move on it right now. In Exodus chapter 16, the children of Israel were worried about food, so God decided to give them manna. Every day there was manna. Woke up in the morning, manna on the ground, and they'd pick it up fresh. But you could not keep it to the next day because God wanted to give you something fresh the next day. God's a God of freshness, amen? But the children of Israel started getting sick of the manna, manicotti, banana sandwiches. You know, you can only fix manna so many ways. But they began to complain, so God, they said, you know, give us some meat, give us some meat. God gave them so much quail, it came up to their waist. There's nothing he's withholding from you. He wants to bless you. But he wants you to know today is a fresh day. This is a fresh week. Tomorrow will be a fresh day. God will do something fresh in your life, something new. His mercies are new every morning. Something new for you every day. God created you liking new things. In 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 15, the armies of Moab and Ammon came against Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat and the children of Israel were freaking out. And the angel of the Lord came to Jehoshaphat and said, do not be afraid or dismayed. The battle is not yours, it's God's. Your battle is not yours ever, it's God's. Because I wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, a spiritual host in high places, but I'm equipped 
too equipped to be whipped. I'm equipped with the armor of God. It's not even my battle, it's his battle. So guess who's more than victorious? Christ in me, the hope of glory. You are the victorious ones today. It's not even your battle. Let God fight it in the power of God. But your responsibility is get in the battle and have some fun with it because you're going to win. I'm not fighting for victory. I'm fighting from victory. So therefore, I come in power and in action equipped by the Spirit of God that nothing's going to prosper that rises itself against me as a child of God. Nothing is going to prosper against you. Today, guess what that means? In the Hebrew, nothing. In the Greek, nothing. In Aramaic, nothing. Formed against you is going to prosper. Your life is not over with yet. The best is yet to come right now. I said the best, best you've been wanting is going to come to you. God is not going to forsake you. He's not going to leave you behind. Do not be afraid. Right now, God said, just begin to worship God. And as they began to worship God, the enemies freaked out hearing the praises. I want you to know when you praise God, the enemy freaks out. Because when you praise God, the angels shake the heavens and it brings awareness that God is being praised and they join in. So the host of heaven joins in with you as you praise God. It doesn't stop there. God himself inhabits the praises of his people. So as you praise God, it begins to shake the enemy's tree and the enemy flees. That's why we resist the devil and God causes the enemy to flee because we take the partaking power of what we've been allotted to us and we step into it. Faith steps into it. Faith is moving into it. Faith doesn't run from the problem. Faith runs towards the problem. Faith runs with the mind of Christ. Christ in me, I have the mind of Christ and I begin to speak to those mountains that are around me and I say, be thou moved and be cast into the sea and they obey my voice because I believe who I am and what he said. I want you to know it's good. Because he's given you a brand new heart. The scripture tells us in Ezekiel 36 verse 26, he gave you a brand new heart. The law that separated you is now written on the tablets of your heart by the blood of Jesus. And nothing now can separate you from the love of God. No height, no depth, no principality, no power, nothing. Nothing's going to hinder you any longer as a child of God. You're going to step into this today because it's God who works in and through you for his good pleasure. That's your God who loves you. Why can I do all this? Because I have a promise in Romans 8, 28 that all things are working together for good for me. Now that doesn't mean that everything happens to you is from God and it's to make things better for you. All things are working together for me because I have authority over all things as a child of God. Because anything that comes to me, I have the authority to put a block against it with the flood of God behind me pushing it forward and out of my way. Just because something happens in your life doesn't mean God sent it. The devil could have sent it and you allowed it. You had the power to cut it out and to cut it off and to walk through the power of the grace message that God has given you that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you because all things are working together for you because you love God and you've been called according to his purpose. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. It's such a great message. It's such a freeing message when you realize all you have to do is believe in what Jesus did for you. And as a result, you are grafted into a kingdom of God of purpose. Jesus, the first fruits, you follow afterwards with the blessings of the seed of Abraham. All the yeses and the amens are all yours because now Christ is in you. He's anointed you. He's given you the seal of ownership. He owns you. You own him. It's a deal. 
it's a deal today. And you're a part of that deal. And we know means that we learn by instruction from the word of God. The facts are everything's working together for good for me. The facts are that no weapon that's formed against me will prosper. The facts are I will be blessed. I will be prosperous because I said I believe and that's all it took. And that's all it takes for you today is simply believing and acting on those promises of God because they are yes for you today. That's good news, church. That's the news we need to have today. Amen. You've got to start saying what God says about you. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask and believe that you have received it shall be yours. I'm believing God. My business is going to prosper. It's already prospered. I'm believing already. So I'm going to enjoy my life today because this is the day the Lord has made. I'm going to rejoice because the healing is mine already. It's just being manifested. It's just being articulated. It's being developed in my body right now because his promise said it. Therefore, I believe it and I'm celebrating in it. Do you receive that today? Amen. Somebody say amen today. Let's finish with a big yes. One, two. Let's do it together. One, two, three. Yes. Hallelujah. If today's broadcast has blessed you, write Joe and tell him about it at New Creation Church, 57 Business Park Drive, Paris, California, 92571. Or call the church directly at 951-310-2422. That's 951-310-2422. And be sure to check out Joe's website, newcreation.tv. New Creation with Pastor Joe Sabalik is sponsored by New Creation Church, Joe Sabalik Ministries, and your generous donations.
Lord of heaven. 